Hey everybody, welcome back. Kay Sparrow here with the Kay Sparrow Podcast. Well, I do one thing, answer one question. That question is why? Question mark. Done. While I try to entertain all at the same time. Unscripted and just off the cuff. All right, so here we go. Why did the Carolina Panthers fire Matt Rule? Well, I think everybody knows the short answer to that is wasn't winning. It's not winning. And in any franchise, particularly the NFL and pro sports, you need to win in a reasonable amount of time. And I guess the owner, David Tepper, felt like the reasonable amount of time was up for third season coach Matt Rule. Matt Rule signed a seven year contract with the Carolina Panthers a few years back after they fired coach Ron Rivero after nine seasons and the new owner bought the team from Mr. Richardson and came in and wanted to start anew, wanted to go in a different direction. Ron Ron Rivero was all right with that. He thanked so humbly the Carolina Panthers for his years there. It was a job that he really wanted and and, and he was good for Charlotte. He was good for the Panthers. Many of the players and fans really love Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, of course, then went on to Washington. Ron Rivera's record, nine seasons at the Panthers, was 76, 67, and one. And correct me if I'm not on par with that, but that's what I have here. And then went on to Washington with a 15 and 22 record over two seasons. He's known, Ron Rivera was known for not being a quick starter coming out the gate with wins, but his wins mainly usually calculated towards the latter part of the season. That was his MO. That was his style for for however reason. That's how his wins and losses tallied. Slow to start, strong to finish. But the question is, why did Mac Rule get fired? Well, five games into the third season. I guess David Tapper wants to go in a different direction again. But what David Tapper is going to have to realize, though, is that he still owes Matt Rule a whole lot of money. He owes Matt Rule upwards of $40 million. And I'm pretty sure that's just not going to fly away with Matt Rule or any other Matt or coach or person because that is a lot of money. That's what the Carolina Panthers owner offered him. That's what they agreed to in writing, signed the deal, sealed the deal, delivered the deal. And so now $40 million up what north of $40 million, a little more than $40 million is what's left on Matt Rule's contract. Who is Matt Rule? Well, Matt Rule was a college coach he was a former head coach of Baylor, where in his third season, he went 11 and 3. He went 11 and 3 his third season at Baylor. Before the job at Baylor, he was at Temple University for four years. He got in the spotlight or under the radar, so to speak, because he took a program there at Temple and turned it around. He took a 2 and 10 program and completely turned it around to having back-to-back 10-plus win seasons. And uh, that went on to, to catch the eye of the Carolina 
Panthers' new owner. Didn't catch the eye so much of anyone else that gave him a job, but this new owner and out of the gate for the first time purchasing an NFL football franchise went with Matt Rule, did not decide to go with the veteran coach Ron Rivera, who Charlotte loved, the players loved, was, in my opinion, and these opinions are mine, in my opinion, Ron Rivera was just a good fit for the Charlotte Carolina Panthers, and I believe he would have continued to do so. However, however, David Tepper, the owner, the latest owner, the current owner, of the Carolina Panthers saw otherwise. So he went in a different direction. He went with Matt Rule. He gave Matt Rule a very generous contract of $62 million. Again, Tepper bought this team in 2018. He hired Rule. It was a seven-year contract, if I say it six, excuse me, to a seven-year contract in 2020. It was Tepper's first head coaching job. No, I'm sorry. It was Tepper's first uh, hiring of a coach as an owner. And it was Matt Rule's first NFL job. And so they was both, you know, green, so to speak, fresh at this, but by no means was any of them fresh in their trades. I mean, you don't become an NFL owner if you're not pretty pretty astute businessman and you don't become an NFL football coach if you somewhere along the line haven't performed somewhere at some university or on some other franchise's uh, payroll. So David Tepper decided to go with Matt Rule. But the issue here is why? My question is why do these NFL owners continue to offer these, in my opinion, overpriced contracts, not only to the players, but of course, of course if you're going to offer someone the biggest money, then yes, that should be the players. They're the ones on the field. They're the ones that's playing the game, winning the game. They're the ones who the fans are coming to see. We get that. I get that. But why are we, are the owners rather, Insisted on paying these coaches this these massive salaries. Now, sports, I've got away from sports over the years. Dabble with it a little bit myself, but not anything big. But sports, football is a child's game played by grown men at a high level that crazy people call fanatics or fans come out to see, get drunk, and just act a fool in the stadiums and spend a lot of money at and on these games and on the apparel. Even though the owners claim that they're not making any money. But you know and I know you're not going to pay some of these salaries, especially even a coach, $62 million. You're not going to pay that kind of money if you don't have at least three times that amount of money somewhere. So they're not fooling me, not fooling you either. This, this is my suggestion. This would be my suggestion moving forward for any owners. If I w- would happen to be an owner or if an owner cared to listen to what I had to say, I would say this. Pay these owners a sign-on bonus. 
Start them out with something that's reasonable. And I would dare say the majority of coaches love coaching. That's why they do it. And I would dare say any coach that is good at what he's doing and he's able to move up to at least a collegiate level and coach those men very well, I would say could stand a very good chance of being an NFL coach. Would love to have the job. I truly believe would accept the job for less than a few, for less than a few million dollars a year. I truly believe you can find a very good coach for less than three million dollars a year. This would be my suggestion. Offer the coach a guaranteed sign-on bonus of a few million dollars. Give him a season. Let him go. Give him a two, maybe a three-year at the most contract. Each year you come back and sign your contract, I'm going to pay you a few million dollars at least. But your bigger money is going to be based upon your performance because you haven't done anything yet. I don't care what you've done at Temple. I don't care what you've done at Baylor. I don't care what you did in the Pop Warner League. What I want you to do is to perform here for this team. And I feel like money is the biggest motivator in any situation, in any profession, for sure. It ain't always how much you make, but sometimes it's how often you get paid. In other words, you can't pay a truck driver once a month or every six months. You're not going to stick around. You know, you're not going to um, pay anybody in the service industry over a long period of time. Those people are looking for that money weekly, if not daily. Okay. And the same thing um, with, with anybody that's performing, especially in entertainment and sports. Most of the time, their money is somehow linked to performance. The coaches, for me, would be, that would be how their salary would be based. I'm going to give you a base pay with a few million dollars tops. I'm going to make your real money or extra money, so to speak, your gravy. I'm going to let that be based on your performance. Uh, Haven't ironed out all all the details how I would do that so to make it very juicy for you. But some of these players making a million, two million dollars and and the... uh, some of these quarterbacks, even you know more than that per game. But I feel a coach would be happy, especially a young coach that's getting into coaching that would like an opportunity, that would like a chance, that like to be with the franchise where he can grow and really build something. Okay, by you building something, by you growing, by you winning, your earning is based on your wins. Whether it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars a game, whether it's five hundred thousand a game, whatever we decide upon, but the biggest of your money, my suggestion to these owners, the biggest of their monies should be based on their performance. So now, after the two years, maybe three years that you decide to give them, that you at that point expect them to be performing at a high level. Now you don't have $40 million that you still need to pay this person. 
they already been paid. So today, when when we release you today, uh, and which normally after the game, is that usually after Sunday or Monday's game when they these coaches get released? Well, I, I'm I'm paying you based on your performance. You're gonna get paid uh, a certain amount for your wins. The biggest amount of your money is gonna come. A good amount of it is going to come from your wins. But when you're losing, then you're going to live off of that uh, two to three million that we decided on up front. But all your other monies is tied to you winning because I need you winning. I don't need to pay you to lose. I'm going to bring you in. going to take good care of you. Make sure you live in a fine neighborhood. Make sure you get the best of the best. But you need to win some football games. And I'm not going to fire somebody and they sit around with 40 million dollars 40 plus million dollars to sit around watch television or sit around to do nothing or sit around and talk about yeah i was a head coach with the whatever you decide to do while you're sitting around you're not on the football field coaching these you're not coaching the players you're not leading us to any championships you're not doing anything for the franchise i mean you're not even going out here warming up the owner's car Cleaning the state, not doing anything. You have reaped the benefits for working half of your contract, and I'm going to pay you over half of the money, three fourths of the money that we agreed upon for you to do nothing. To me, that is absolutely preposterous. I'm quoting the late Johnny Cochran. My suggestion is once again, pay these coaches. Based on performance. And to me, that should be across the board with any of these sports. Because you go out here and, and, and to a certain extent with these players as well. Because you tie up all of this money in somebody, especially the players too, to a certain extent. Because they are very injury prone. This is a violent game. Give them more than a fair sign-on bonus. And at that point, things need to be based on performance. Because at this point now, uh, the owners aren't tying up a lot of money that they're subject to just tie up and lose. And so anyone to me that's playing a game, going into entertainment, which is something you obviously love, I think you will be more than happy to still be a millionaire because some money, a lot of money, is better than no money. But we're getting to a point now where... This uh, entertainment business, this football, isn't going to be able to sustain itself, to sustain itself at the rate it's going. I'm Kay Sparrow. Make this performance base. We answered the question, why did Matt Rude get fired? Let's do it based on performance.